tell you, you know what? I was supposed to tell you about that Glenn Livet meetup. Random. Was it uh, Bevmo? Oh, yeah. Um, the rap. I went there to pick up something and there was this like group of Englishmen. They were wearing suits in the middle of the scotch. In Bevmo? Yeah, in Bevmo. And I was like, what? And then they were huddled together. I overheard one of them say, we've been going through a bunch of Bevmos. This is, you know, this is another Bevmo here. And um, he introduced one guy and he said, like, I think this is your first time coming to a Bevmo. So, you know, this is kind of the layout, blah, blah, blah. And they started talking about it. (laughs) Were they recording something? I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were doing. And then I was trying to get the um, Ardbeg. The 19. Yeah. And I kind of under my breath i said oh darn it and one of the guys heard me and he goes hey uh what are you looking for and i go well i was looking for this art bag and then uh, he goes oh we're from glenlivet and we're just trying to figure out how we can better present our product in the united states and then we just got to talking and he kind of <laughs> started quizzing me about whiskeys after you i threw him down <laughs> uh, You're well, like, do you know who i am yeah, well, <laughs> Well, I, let's just say that he had nothing else to say because you know what he said? He goes like, You so, let uh, him stupefy. No, he just said, which of these whiskeys in the cabinet have you tried? And I go, all of them? It'd be, it'd be easier <laughs> to tell you which ones I haven't tried. I said, well, I said, all of this I've tried. And then he goes, well, what about Irish whiskeys? And I said, yes, I've tried. <laughs> and, then, and then I said... And then I go, yes. yeah. And then he goes, which yes. one do you, and then which one do you like the best? And they had a yellow spot there. And one of the ladies, part of the group goes, oh, I really love the green spot. I go, yeah, green spot's really good. I like yellow spot. I like the Middleton, very rare. And then we got to talking about the master distiller changing in 2020. And he goes, oh my God, you know all this stuff. Like, oh, I don't you know. not know who I am. <laughs> I dabble. Anyway, we just got to talking for a long time. I told him, I said, listen, two minutes. I just have one thing to say. Why? Why did you eliminate the Len Livet 18 year 43%? And he goes, well, we're all trying to hustle to release our brands the best way you can, blah, 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 blah. Basically the PR thing. So Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, he shook my hand, said it was great talking to you. And then I went and got my allocated bourbon (laughs) and then I left. (laughs) That's my story. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of the time that we were in that total wine in Vegas and the manager was like, he kept trying to one up us. <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. You guys tried this? And we're like, yeah, we tried that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always fun. Yes. I guess we should get started. Yep. Welcome to Curiosity Public's podcast. I am Dutch. I am Jules. Dylan, am I? All right, guys. We got a fun collection of topics here today, but before we get to them as usual, let's talk a little bit about what's in our glasses. Glasses. <laughs> Jules, what do you got? I'll tell you what's about to go in my glass. Colonel E.H. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like have time to do a bottle tease. I don't think it's you can. Like need to. It's, exactly. it's not That's much true. of a tease when we know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it, it is one of three. <laughs> it is impossible to not know. Even yeah. if you showed like the tip, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. We know you have other bottles, Jules. True. One of these I'm, days I'm you'll work working through. Yeah. I'm working All through right. what I already so, have. So, so methodolo- methodological. Methodological. Wow. I can't say that <laughs> wow. word right now. Dylan, what are you drinking? <laughs> All right. So I'll start with the color. If you can see that. That's a very light. Yeah. 
I don't think you'll be able to get this, but you're gonna do a bottle tease. Yeah, it, it has a name, so this works great on the radio, by the way. Has has a right, right. Is that uh oh that looks really familiar? Is that a Glenn Livet? I'm gonna go to the back if you can't see it. Look at that. It's a spa- is that Ben Roma? Yeah, nice. Ben Roma. which one is that? This is the uh batch one uh cast strength. Yeah, whatever one you left at the set, we cracked into one night, and that was really good, man. That stuff is tasty. Oh, <laughs> I don't even remember when I left. That's <laughs> I good. It wasn't this, right? Oh, no, this is something different. No, Um, all right, guys, let's see if you can guess the bottle. This is a fresh crack. If I get it to a certain height here, as I raise it up, you'll definitely get it. Is that a twist? It is a twist. Wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. That's um, a Johnny Walker green. Oh, oh, high ride. High ride, Johnny Walker. I picked this up the other day. All right. Nice. I was actually curious about that flavor profile. I got this when we were in New Orleans, actually, in that cigar bar. And I'd forgotten. Did you try it? Yeah. I think, Jules, I think you had it too with me. We Ooh. bought like the bartender uh, a shot of it. Remember? Do we all drink it? I do not remember that. <laughs> I all, don't man. remember at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, because we saw it and it was it was brand new at the time, and I was like, oh, I want to try that. And like the bartender was like, Oh yeah, I've, I've been wanting to try that. And we we bought him a pour. Oh right, we bought. I, I remember buying him a pour of something. Me too. I don't, I don't remember, remember exactly. it being the high ride. I'm pretty I sure it was this. I thought anyway. it was. Yeah. I thought it was the McAllen. Oh, the night of or the night. Yeah, something whatever. It's yeah, called. I thought that was. It. Maybe I don't know. I remember. I, I just remember this for some reason, having uh, having this. But anyway. All right, how was All right it? guys. Let me see here. Get a proper sip. I mean, it's really different from Johnny Walker. It's like, it's got a little bit of that kick to it, the rye kick. Yeah. Got a good amount of sweetness. It's just a very different finish and mouthfeel to the regular Johnny Walker. Okay. Oh, mouthfeel too, huh? All right. Yeah. I, I mean, it just hits that. the palate really different. It's a good of course, taste. if I had them side by side, I'd probably say, oh, it tastes exactly the same. But <laughs> based on my memory, it seems different. All right. Well, let's get into our first article. This is one from Jules it. from Hit Music Now. Jules' <laughs> that favorite. That TV. sounds about right. That sounds right. <laughs> he reads every night before going to bed. Yeah. And it says that alcohol consumption in Ireland has dropped by 30% in the last 20 years. Um, that's, that's a long crazy. time. <laughs> And they said it decreased by 9.6% during the pandemic. They point out that the production of beer was impacted with a pretty much, you know, a 46% drop in beer production during the pandemic. And that there's also been pricing changes making it more expensive. So, I mean, intriguing, but over 30 years, a 20% drop, is that huge? All right. Um, Less than a percent a year. So that's huge. Really, Jules? (laughs) What are you basing that on? If no you think about other data in, in feeling, other than gut personal feeling? experience the increase you know if you take into account the increase in population okay i wonder if it's by number really that much of a change okay but i think you guys are missing something here i don't know Why how to enlighten this yeah though. i don't know how i feel about this article okay well, they have no sources by the way yeah no no no, no. <laughs> forget about the source i don't know if i should be offended for my brothers and sisters over in ireland because did they write this article are they like subtly implying that Irish people drink a lot and they should be shocked. Well, that- they drank a lot 20 years ago. Yeah, but I, so who cares? It's basically everyone's mom and dad. Why are they targeting Ireland? <laughs> Why are they Isn't saying this an oh, Irish, Irish publication? No, he, oh, <laughs> this okay. is Jules is a uh, you know daily. Uh, daily oh, I, don't know. Yeah. I thought he started <laughs> reading it when music he, or whatever. I thought he started reading it when he was living in Ireland or something. I don't know what this is. It, music uh, now. I mean, what the heck is this publication? <laughs> right. 
I just found it weird. I was like, why are they talking about Ireland? Is it because? Well, I mean, the one thing I can anecdotally prove yeah. in this article proof. that that, that is said here, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Like the whole that is the best. It's like... that is the best phrase of the night. Exactly. That is the best phrase. Of the <laughs> anecdotally prove. Oh, I'm exactly. gonna use that now. It's like uh, Central Intelligence Agency. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Hey hey hey. Wow. You know. There's a contradicting in term what yeah. movie. Listen, I already know that, but I cannot. <laughs> I know you do. I cannot say bad things about the CIA, the company, and you know why. All right, because he worked for them. <laughs> he wishes, mm-hmm. but yeah. no. I mean, the the one thing I yeah that I acknowledge on here is that it. So the article talks about how Irish beer sales and production have fallen, and they're saying it's fallen for the second year in a row. Now, one thing I did notice living there, of course, this was like however many years ago, a decade ago. Like even when we were living there, there were less Irish beer options around. And in fact, like they were, the locals were in fact pushing more, you know, of the imported stuff, uh, specifically Blue Belgium. Moon. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember, <laughs> remember that. I remember Dylan, that. Yeah. They're like, you guys got to try this stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Which bar Blue was that? Moon. Which bar I don't was remember that? The, oh, I wish I remember. It was like the a, it was like a part, very but... small bar. We went in yeah. and we're hanging out. And we specifically asked for like, we want local Irish beer. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't really have that many <laughs> options for you. And then they're like, okay, well, what's like the best selling? And then he's like, well, I got one for you. And it's not Irish. And it was Blue Moon. Yeah. Weren't we with like Owen and Owen? Yeah. Both Owen and Owen. The Owen brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Only in Ireland will you know or learn like how many ways you could spell Owen. How right. many letters don't get pronounced in the in the name? For That's sure. right. I find it also this just kind of proves the economics of it all, right? If you increase the price, yeah. right? Because they're basically saying that they increase the minimum price rules and their price stuff based on the alcohol content as well. Like if you hit people in the pocketbook, it's going to affect the sales, right? It just seems so obvious to me at a certain level. Yeah. Thank um, you, Dutch. I'm glad that you <laughs> for are the economics right. lesson. No, no, no. Yeah. You know what? Like, I like that. They got like their 0.8 percent reduction a year by raising taxes. Great. Good job, guys. Dutch is finally uh, understanding. Understanding that the market correction theory and allowing the market to theory, the more like executor, aka me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jules is the market correction. Exactly. All right. Enough of Jules's dumb article. Oh. On to another one oh. of Jules' dumb article. <laughs> this one's from a, from a reputable source, though. This is from BBC News in the uh, city of York or county of York. I don't know what it is. But anyway, in York, there is an axe throwing venue that, <laughs> that asked the city council. Wow. You better somebody. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I did not mean to say it that way. But anyway, anyway, this axe throwing venue has asked the York Council to ease their alcohol rules so that they can allow their patrons to consume alcohol during axe throwing sessions. (laughs) This is too good. This was too good, man. This is like, is this like of England? Wow. Hey, you know, that's offensive. First of all, I'm not going to repeat that Dutch has just offended. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to bleep that, too. Actually, I have to say, this brings back memories. <laughs> I mean, Jules. Memories? Uh, yeah, we did axe throwing, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes. Wait, they weren't were they weren't serving alcohol. No, no, they couldn't, they? right? 
Yeah. Now they could have, okay. but here's the thing from watching everybody throw axes at the, at the plank. <laughs> if we added alcohol into the mix, I don't know, man. I just remember axes hitting the wall and flying back at us. I remember axes. True. And that's sober. Yeah. And axes flying across different lanes. The person next to me threw the axe in my lane. Right. I remember that. So I don't know if. Uh, Part of me I'll- feels I think I would have gotten better. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like. Hey, guys, guys, look, let's just allow people to drink and see what happens. Seriously, right? <laughs> Thanks, Dutch. Yeah, I mean, right. this has to be. Like, push, oh, my gosh. Hey, the free to... market will decide, Dylan. If it, if it causes a problem, then people right. won't go there hey, anymore. Hey, look, I just said. self-correct. I didn't say. Oh, they're going to keep going, it. man. You know why? You, can't do you know why? Because this is seriously something people already do in their backyards. Exactly. Mm. I'm serious, right? Like, and so now they just want to do it in more in a professional setting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know this. We know this too, right? by uh, reading the obituary, right? That's right. <laughs> they were throwing axes while drinking uh, a cast drink. Moonshine. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. I don't know. Uh, Thinking about top golf, right? How you drink and you play golf. I mean, actually, you do that. You're all not the time playing anyway. golf. You're just at the range. Yeah, you're just at the you're range. Just right? hitting balls, and that's yeah. fun. That's really fun. Yeah. And well, and they, and they gamified it. So for those of you who haven't gone there, like they gamified playing at the range, like for different distances, you get different points and stuff. So right. you know, it's totally gamified. It can be fun. They put in neon signs everywhere, lights. Yeah. Make you all excited about stuff. No, sound interesting. It's golf. I, I didn't want to bring this up, but I think this is. A kind of a natural progression. If we are talking about axes and drinking, what about a weapons range? That's why I just said. I said, what about the shooting range? Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah, I feel like that happens anyway too. You think yeah. so? Just are there go, places? You just, it's not even it places. You just go to your range. parking lot. And you got the brown baggie, man. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, oh, you well, know, my favorite part I would go into like the uh, to the gun range, though, is uh, every now and then seeing someone who's uh, shooting bow and arrows. Oh, that's cool. It actually is really cool. And then every now and then you'll see someone who brings a crossbow. You that's know? awesome. Like, oh, I've never yeah. seen that. Oh, yeah. It's fun. And, like, if you're lucky, like a, they yeah. they allow you to use it like at least one shot. Because half the time I go over there, it's like, oh, man, can I try one? <laughs> Dylan <laughs> brings one his shot. Uh, slingshot. No, you know what? You no, know Dylan what? brings his trebuchet. And he's cranking that sucker. He's like, hang on, guys. I got to construct my... He's rolling over a boulder. (laughs) I don't know where Jules goes for his practice, but it must be really like bourgeois because like who would bring Orange County, dude? You know what the area? You know what? Orange County, California. You know what the craziest thing that I've seen like at the gun range is I see at least one person trying sideways. always doing it It's the dumbest thing (laughs) ever. (laughs) And like it makes me super nervous, right? Oh, yeah. Because obviously that person has no clue. And then they're trying to do this with one hand and sideways. In their defense, I've seen people do it like from the hip holster. <laughs> so, oh, you know, wow. I've seen that too. So so speaking of doing things while drinking, I know our final article from another reputable source, the Wall Street Journal. This one's really reputable. Is actually Maybe. about drinking and working. Well, not really, but like how liquor is now flowing again at the office. And it's kind of a, an interesting analysis of, you know, getting people back into the office and the return of things like office perks and kind of the return of alcohol in the office and how it used to be super commonplace back in the 50s and 60s. And then it kind of died down in the 80s and 70, 80s and 90s. And it's making a resurgence 
And I think it's an interesting thing to think about. I don't know how what your guys' experience has been. Uh, ever well, well, I have a question. I mean, did it ever die down? I honestly don't know. Like, I'm seriously legitimately asking. You mean <laughs> like, like Mad because, level? Yeah, like, dude, honestly, like, because in, and granted, you know, maybe it's because I was in the industry I was working in, you know, in entertainment, there was always a bar. And at like people's desk. Uh, that's true. Well, you know, so you, that's through like the late 90s true. to the 2000s. That's true. Like, so in I don't various... really feel like it ever die i think it depends on the industry more than anything else yeah well i get you know? that but because yeah. like i mean i did some summer stints at like dot-com companies during the dot-com boom and there was yeah. always and i was gonna ask you that like for the dot-com stuff i mean exactly right yeah yeah but it was, just beer. it was just like a couple of kegs and they talked about that yeah. was kind of the trend it moved to just a couple of kegs in the office yeah. of usually really hoppy beer which was kind of what that experience was but then in in a more traditional office building type setting where i was there was hard alcohol <laughs> 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 exactly, but in other industries right? like you know in the science industry the research area when i worked for a little while there was never any booze so i think it's well, yeah. i think it's kind of well yeah industry specific to some extent yeah, yeah no i get that but i mean let's say if we're looking at the traditional like just office you know like corporate so like i don't want to go to finance sector or you know startup even so it still could be tech sector yeah i don't want to go to a hospital and in the emergency see a provider down a cast strength bourbon and they go what's going on yeah and you also don't want to go to the gun range and see people downing the the hyper bourbon either right exactly (laughs) yeah or the axe throwing it's an industry thing i mean and that's an interesting thing to think about though. Like if you think about those industries, right? Like the typical yeah. office building, the business park kind of thing versus like entertainment industry, like has it really changed that much? Like the dot-com stuff, I don't think it's really changed. I think it's always been there. Mm. Yeah, and it's always I been at kind of a low level. It's just like this beer thing. Well, that or, it's always considered, you know, one of those perks, right? Love like, hey, you're going to go work here. So in addition to like the game room or whatever, we also have beer on tap. So my personal feeling on this, I think there's some component of industry, obviously. There's like, you know, the common sense ones, like you can't have it in the hospitals. You can't have your surgeon. Yeah, you probably don't you want drink. Like yeah. your lawyer. <laughs> well, well maybe you a, do. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. The lawyer is uh, relevant to this discussion because I think there's a liability issue. I remember if a company sponsors a liquor event and an employee gets hurt, let's say driving home or leaving the party or whatever, something happens as a result of the actions that are sanctioned by a company, I think there's a liability issue. And I think that's the reason why many companies decided to not move forward with those kinds of environments. I think there's also just the social pressures of it. And there's also kind of you blur that work friend line a bit. If you're mm. if your work coworkers become your drinking buddies at the office, you know, mm. I feel like um, that happens anyway, though. Right. I mean, do these are the people can, you're with yeah. oftentimes more than your family. Yeah. Right? Jules, so. Jules is a very friendly person. OK, <laughs> Oh, here we go. And, uh, me up for something. You know, he, he tries to, you know, befriend everyone, which is great. I, on the other hand, is I'm probably the polar opposite, right? Yeah, right. You just hobnob with a Glenn Livet sales executive. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them down. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, look what I know. You know me. I'm a loner. Right? Uh, 
and I'm good with that. But uh, mm. but yeah, for Jules, you know, blurring that line, I think matters not. For me, <laughs> you know, I keep a, a wall. Yeah. Well, I'll say like the place I did work where there was a lot of alcohol consumption, they just to your point about like the liability thing, they also had a like a company cab account. This was before Uber. <laughs> so they had a company cab account. So it was like, hey, yeah. if you're drinking, take a cab. And that was like, that was. Dude, a- so did my company. Oh my God. Actually, I do have a funny story about that. Well, hey, <laughs> so, did you so notice did my company? Did you ever use it? No. Okay. I never used it. <laughs> but well, I, story about is, that I had too. some coworkers who did. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, they were only my coworkers for like a week later from that incident really they took a cab from our office to las vegas <laughs> no joke and from where well, to we be were, clear that's the we burbank LA, area right and it was over 300 mile drive yeah like whatever 250 miles to wow. vegas and yeah, yeah when they got back and then they even so like that got submitted yeah they were fired wow, <laughs> you know? but wow. i can't oh, believe that but like to be honest it was like the more shocking thing was like the cab driver took well yeah so that's what, what i was gonna say is gonna like go every time point. i ever try to use the company account the cabbies do not want to deal with it exactly they're like yeah. oh no i don't have the form and it's like no you have yeah. it it's in your glove box Just... it wouldn't even take me to like the airport yeah they <laughs> like, really hate they using going it to Vegas? Yeah. i think in all the time i worked there i used it like once because it was like pulling teeth to get the cabbies agree to it yep same experience here so. all right so we started out talking about glenn livet reps and we're talking about cabbies now and a little bit of booze talk uh, in between the good old days mad men style yeah you know what i think if you're gonna work hard Sometimes you should be allowed to have a whiskey at the end of the day, I say, you know? There you go. Why not? It doesn't have a nice ring to it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like leaving it to destroy the cliche. No, Dutch (laughs) wants to end the night. Work hard, play hard. There you go. go. (laughs) End the night with White Claw in his hand, watching TMZ. Take us out of here. Oh, yeah. Jules, take us out of here. <laughs> As I drink my white cloth. Dylan taking it over. Out of my well, thank you cup. very much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you haven't, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. we got new content up there weekly. We're doing reviews and drink throughs. If you want to help us out, please consider joining you. Uh, the, shoot, what is it called? Curiosity Private. <laughs> the uh wow. membership program on youtube we are also on patreon that's another great way and we do sell t-shirts we got two uh, t-shirt shops links in the description as always stay safe stay healthy stay curious This stuff is 45% alcohol, the high rye. It's 60% rye, and then it's barley and wheat. Hmm. There's other grains. Sounds like a rye challenge. Interesting. We should put it up against Willet. <laughs> like everything else. Uh, yeah, it's not that rye forward, but yeah, it's pretty good.